Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. In this episode, we are going to talk about goals, goals, and more goals. What are different kinds of goals? Should you set goals? Can goals help you or do they hurt your progress? Before we dive in, let's take a little bit of time to differentiate between two types of goals. You've heard me mention it before in previous episodes. There are outcome goals, which are basically where you want to end up. And then there are behavior goals. And those are the goals that get you to the outcome goal. Let's say that your desired end result, your outcome goal is to run a 5K. Well, then your behavior goal would probably be structured around a training plan. How much you're going to run each week, how far, so on and so forth. You would know when the 5K is and you would work backward to make that 5K possible. Let's say you're wanting to get a new job. Well, that is your outcome goal in order to reach that goal. You may need to submit a resume once a week. You may need to make follow-up phone calls. There are things in your daily and weekly struggle structure that are going to make that possible. So of those two kinds of goals, it is totally fine to choose an outcome-based goal. The problem is, is that we actually have very little direct control over the outcome. For example, you may train for the 5K and wake up that morning not feeling well. It doesn't invalidate all the training you did, just some things are outside of our control and that's where outcome goals tend to live. You may have an outcome goal to lose weight and if you've had any experience with diet plans, you know that you could follow a diet plan perfectly and still not lose weight or you could go on vacation and eat with abandon and actually lose weight. It's the daily decisions that we have the most control over and the outcome goal, eh, it's a little outside of that direct influence. And that's why it can be helpful to choose an outcome goal, but to really put your effort into the day-to-day actions that you take to get there. Now, I've been asked many times how I feel about weight loss goals. If you've been around Gracefield Plate for any period of time, you know that we talk a lot about body image, and how we really just want to embrace where God has us, to speak kindly to ourselves, to treat ourselves well, regardless of our shape and size. And that perspective could lead you to feel like I am completely anti-weight loss goal. And I have to say that I fall somewhere in the middle. Since sometimes covering your eyes and your ears and ignoring the fact that you do have a weight loss goal can be detrimental. It's okay to acknowledge that it's something that's important to you. However, what's more important is to get to the values and the desires beneath the weight loss goal. Why do you want to lose weight? Why yourself? (laughs) Ask yourself why. Like a three-year-old asks, why is the sky blue? 
Well, God made it blue. Why mommy? Why mommy? Why mommy? Ask yourself time and time again until you start to get to the root of the matter. Well, I would feel more comfortable in my own skin. Well, why is that? Well, I feel like people judge me. Well, why is that? Well, people have always judged me for my weight or the world has a very judgmental perspective on weight. And I want you to connect with why that weight loss goal is important to you so that you can make sure you're doing it because it really matters to you. Many times, as we dig into the deeper values, we want to lose weight because we equate it with being healthy and worthy. Now, one of those is aligns with what God has for us. The other doesn't align with his word at all. So dig in and decide what goals matter to you. All right, so let's do a little time traveling together. Buckle up, okay? We're just gonna go a little bit into the future, let's see, a year from now. Think of the date. A year from now, you'll have passed a couple holidays, birthday, a lot will have happened, right? We'll have 365 days of daily activities that could improve your overall quality of life or could leave you spinning your wheels. Based on the way that you're currently approaching your goals, if we're to sort of see that history repeats itself, how will one year from now look? Will you still be struggling with food or are you on a upward trend to finding food freedom? If in one year you want to be a little healthier, a little more connected to the Lord, maybe have some better relationships with your friends and family, serving God, spending time in the word, what is it going to look like on a day-to-day basis for you to get there? And we're really looking at our lives holistically. That way we can attribute the changes to more than one thing, right? Quality of life just doesn't change dramatically because you lost 10 pounds. That's not realistic. However, when you start taking care of yourself better, body, mind, and spirit, that's when the total transformation happens. So here you are in a year. Now I want you to break the year up into quarters. In fact, you could start with a half of a year. Could be kind of an easy way to imagine it. And let's say next year you'd really like to be reading your Bible consistently every day and you'd like to have lost 10 pounds and be making consistently healthier choices. What does that look like in six months? Would you like to be reading your Bible consistently and maybe having one or two servings of vegetables, you know, a day, and maybe you will have lost five pounds. Now, this is not a map that you need to follow, something that you need to follow step by step, but by laying things out in six months and then breaking it down into three months and then potentially, if you really enjoy this exercise, into each month, You'll be able to break down those goals into bite-sized pieces to where you're actually able to see what it takes on a daily basis to get where it is that you want to go. Now let's look at that daily action behavior goal. We've got the bigger picture, we've broken it down as much as you find beneficial, and now let's get to the nitty-gritty of day-to-day life. I'd like you to pick a goal for today or this week, a small sustainable habit that you're going to practice with the desired end result of a much more significant transformation over the course of a year. This could include habits that look at your physical, exercise, drinking more water, having more vegetables, eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're full, sort of the mental emotional side of things, 
taking thoughts captive, taking time to rest, really renewing your mind with God's word. And then that kind of overflows into the spiritual prayer, time in the word, praise and fellowship. I mean, the possibilities are endless and what it's going to take for you to reach that space and place where you feel comfortable in your own skin and connected to the Lord is going to look completely different from someone else. Yes, that may or may not include a change in your weight, but that's ultimately up to the Lord. Seek to change the things that you can by prayerfully choosing habits that God has placed in your heart and do them for him, meaning I'm doing this for your glory, God, with him. God, I can't do this without you. Would you please help me? And for his glory. I couldn't have done it without God, everyone. It's all about him. OPS. Do you have weight loss on the brain? Well, welcome to the club, my sister, because weight loss seems to be an Olympic sport these days. Women are constantly thinking about and talking about losing weight as well as saying negative things about their current shape and size. And we don't want to settle for just the average relationship with our bodies. However, as you begin to enter this faith-based focus on health and fitness, there can be some shame associated with weight loss goals. And I want to alleviate that for you. Listen, we have enough guilt and shame in our lives. The last thing we need to do is heap on more. And that's why I want you to introduce today's freebie, which is the Prayer for Weight Loss Toolkit. If it matters to you, it matters to God. So bring those weight loss desires to Him in prayer. What's the purpose of prayer? Oh, it's not to convince God to do things our way. It's to align our hearts with His will. And isn't that what you want for your body and for your weight loss? So go ahead and grab today's freebie with the link in the show notes below. Oh, just one more thing I almost forgot to ask you. If you have just a couple of minutes, could you hop on over and rate and review the podcast? It turns out that they really, really value your opinion. So if you could let the world know how the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast has helped you, it will help to spread the message to other women who need hope in Jesus and food freedom through Christ. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.